0: Hello and welcome. Today we are asking ourselves the question, why do we betray ourselves for love? And like always, I want to begin with a story, the story of the first time I fell in love, which happened when I was about 19, 20 years old, 20 years old, I think. And it was the first time I like really, really deeply experienced falling in love with someone and having it be reciprocated Um, and it was so monumental of an experience in my life that I could basically divide my life into life before it and life after it. It was so exhilarating and intense and euphoric. It was like a spiritual awakening in some sense Um, because after an entire life, I, all of a sudden I discovered that I could experience this ecstatic euphoric connection with another person I could feel all of these passionate swirling swooning extraordinary things and and have someone feel them towards me and we could like co-mingle those feelings it was unbelievable and um, I remember a couple days, we spent a couple nights together after hanging out for quite a while, we spent a couple nights together, and then I went off one day by myself, and I'm not sure what I was doing and how, or how this came about, but all of a sudden I noticed that I could whistle and i couldn't whistle my entire life i'd always wanted to i'd always tried but i never could but now spontaneously after like consummating this connection and having some transformation and some awakening happen in me all of a sudden i could whistle <whistles> just like that and it that is it was like a manifestation of what this connection meant internally like the shift that it created inside of me internally. It was monumental. I discovered that I could experience this kind of love with another person. And I don't know if I really believed that that was possible until I experienced it. Now, at the same time, a couple days after that whistling transformation, I also remember being for a walk by myself and... um. I was on a on a busy street and all of a sudden I started losing my motor coordination. It's like I I was starting to lose my balance and not I could feel that my legs were like turning to jelly and I wasn't going to be able to stand and I wasn't upset that I that I knew of, but I was it was like a wave of emotion was crashing through me. Um, and I didn't understand why it was happening, I didn't understand what it meant, but I knew that I was feeling an explosion of emotions, and it felt like I was breaking, and I had to find somewhere to, like, lay down or something. So I saw an alleyway, I was on a busy street around all these people, and I felt like I was about to start, like, crying and falling on the ground like a puddle of emotion. And so I was like, okay, I need to get into that alleyway and just like find some corner to collapse in. And that's what I did. I just sat against a cement wall on the pavement and I just cried. And like, I think I was shaking. I was so shook and I had absolutely no idea what the hell was happening, what was going on, because I hadn't been feeling bad. Um, And it just none of it made sense. All I knew is that I felt scared. It was scary, both that I had lost control in that way and also just that I was feeling so much. It was scary. And in retrospect, I would guess that part of why that happened was that I was connecting to this young woman, and I was feeling so open and so excited, and there was so much vulnerability with that, and there was so much just emotion that it brought up, both positive, like both excitement and insecurity, because all of a sudden I was touching something so beautiful, and it could go away, because it was connected to a someone else and and i didn't know how to express any of all of the tumultuous feelings going on inside of me to this young woman i had no idea that i even could do that um and so i had this like just this thrashing um like epic Swirling emotion storming in me, and it just erupted. I just had to like sit fall apart, and cry in an alleyway um and and that I feel like that experience um, kind of like foreshadowed one of the maybe less exhilarating aspects of of that relationship or that connection. Um, part of it was my own insecurity and my own youth and not knowing how to express my feelings and my vulnerabilities and my insecurities and my yearnings and all of it. Um, you know, part of me was, you know, insecure and shy to express all of these intense feelings that were going on inside of me. Um... And a part of me just didn't even know know that that was possible. And so the relationship that I had, this passionate, intense love, wasn't built on clear, transparent communication. It was more so built on this kind of like magical, mystical, nonverbal communication. And that was really beautiful and profound, but... um, It was also kind of problematic for the part of me that is very expressive and communicative. And I do recall a few occasions where I did share something that felt kind of scary to share or something happened between us that brought up a question uh, or an insecurity. And I would say, hey, can we talk about this? And the person I was with would like judge or reject that that questioning or that level of openness or um, just that you know talking about certain things didn't seem like um particularly welcome and I might have done the same thing going the other way because I was so young and this was all so new to me and there was so much passion and I carried so much baggage that the likelihood of me getting weird with it was basically 100%. But certainly there were a number of experiences that kind of reinforced my, um, my predisposition To not share my feelings, you know, because whenever I did share them in a certain way, if I shared certain types of feelings there, it it felt like, oh, my God, I might lose this person if I share too much of this because I can see what's happening. They're not liking what they're seeing. So I guess I learned how to hit the mute button on some very essential parts of myself. And in so doing, I learned how to betray myself because I wanted this love. This was something like I had been living in a desert my whole life and I finally found the oasis. And if I needed to twist myself into something I wasn't or to like get rid of certain um, really essential aspects of my soul in order to maintain this love, then I was going to do it. You better believe it. However, of course, that didn't last. That that wasn't something that I could sustain. Um, And to make a long story short, um, you know, our I this relationship was very passionate. It was somewhat tumultuous. It only lasted a year, and then we went our separate ways in a very intense and kind of passionate way. It wasn't simple. It wasn't clean. Um, I still admire that person, and I still am grateful for what that that experience awakened in me, no doubt. It was a really extraordinary blessing. And in hindsight, I can also see how I betrayed myself, and my I didn't express myself naturally, f- freely, clearly throughout a lot of that connection, and... It was because there was a love there that felt so epic and so monumental. And it, there was the rest of my life that felt like a blank, dead wasteland in comparison. And so I was really willing to throw parts of myself under the bus to secure that. And in the years since that relationship, I've re-experienced that pattern with a variety of people in a variety of ways, the pattern of um, betraying myself for love. Uh, But it has changed and it has evolved for the better, um, thankfully. And particularly in the last decade of my life, which sounds like a long time, but I've been kind of... For the past decade, I've spent stretches of many years in, like, complete singlehood, like solitary singlehood, not not dating people, but just, like, actually totally alone. And something really magnificent has happened in that space, because without another person to fixate on, without a, a woman to be the source of love... um a part of me has had to starve in a sense and get, and i've had to find love in a variety of other places which is one of the most beautiful blessings that i've been fortunate to experience and to receive and i've talked about this in different ways in previous podcasts just the experience of like going out into the desert and being totally alone and parched and then discovering the well inside of yourself, the source of love inside of oneself. I don't think it needs to be that intense. I don't think it needs to be solitary. Um, over the past few years, some of the places where I have started to develop a consistent experience of love, of, ex- of exchanging love, of feeling love... Uh, include my friendships. I think friendships are like way underrated in the kind of beauty and love that can be experienced and exchanged there. And for me, being single for a long time, it, it like... it helped me appreciate those relationships in ways that I might not have if I had been fixating so intensely. On a romantic partner, um, or even trying to get a romantic partner. There's just so much beauty and love that can be exchanged in close friendships. And sometimes friendships are much more long lived than romantic connections. And sometimes it's much easier to be honest and natural and authentic with friends than it is with romantic connections. Uh, because they're not as precarious. Um, another place of experiencing love has just been getting to know myself, spending time in silence with myself, and you know, through inner work, contemplation, reflection, writing, um, just developing a beautiful loving relationship with myself spending time in nature is like a daily experience that I get to have of surrounding myself in beauty which feels like a really important thing for me because again if I'm just relying on a romantic partner to experience beauty um, it's like putting all your eggs in one basket going and experiencing beauty all over the place in an interaction with a stranger and in an interaction with a coworker, and in an interaction with a bird in nature, um, in an interaction with the spiritual, with a higher power, with one's own innocence, with a friend, with a family member. Um, finding a consistent way of experiencing love, of um, connection beauty, ecstasy, that doesn't require one specific person's um, validation or presence in my world, feels like one of the most profound um, practices or or things to give oneself, to give oneself love in life that doesn't require a specific person that doesn't lean solely on sex or romance or whatever all of that is. Not to say that that stuff isn't awesome, because it is. It's absolutely amazing, and it's unlike anything else we experience in life. But I know that for myself, the fact that I have a consistent experience of love, of ecstasy, of the divine it makes me much less inclined to betray myself for love with a woman. Just much, much, much less inclined because I have a relationship with the ecstatic, with bliss, with love, with, with the things that I would want to experience with a lover. And so it's, it has just made me more empowered in my decision-making. Now, having said that, I am aware that there's a certain type of woman, there's a certain type of chemistry that can immediately produce me to a heap of uh, kind of disempowered emotion. So that's part of my experience still. But um, learning how to experience love throughout life, it does feel like it builds a kind of strength And resilience that can, at least for me, make me less inclined to throw myself and my honesty and my feelings under the bus to receive love from somebody else. Anyhow, this is a vast and complex subject, which I have only touched the surface of, but that's all for today, my friends. Tune in next time, as I'm sure we'll be talking along the same veins. If you enjoyed this podcast, let me know. There are many ways that you can support it that are very easy. As easy, if you're watching this on YouTube, as clicking the like button, leaving a comment, subscribing. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can rate the podcast. You can leave a comment. I think you can do that on Spotify. You can also reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to check out my book, How to Open the Heart, you will find a link in the description. And until next time, I hope you have a beautiful week.